Earth to Linda with Andy and Linda. Doing all kinds of adventures. Walking dogs in places. Putting on... Oh, and Earth to Linda first. I'm going to put you on hold for a second. I really doubt that's a first, but I'll check the logs to confirm. We'll see. Listener, I'm, I just upgraded all of my software for the new operating system, and so far everything seems to be working. So we'll find out if everything's well, hello. fucked or not. Oh, you're back. <laughs> Did you hear me when I said, hey, uh, Nurse Delinda first, I gotta put you on hold. I did hear when you said that, and then I, re- I refuted the idea that it was a first. I'm sure you put me in a hole before. Uh, maybe. All right, it's going to get spotty for a second. Getting a got the door? Here I go. You got a long history of disrespecting me on this podcast, putting me on hold, putting me on mute. I like to make a man wait. Yeah, well, what can I say? I'm, I'm just a little cuck. I love being made to wait. <laughs> when you say cuck, really uh, gets me going. It's a fun word to say. It's very yeah. fun. Yeah. Linda, it's Friday. This may, this is one of the first times we've ever recorded on a Friday afternoon. That's very rare for us. And she's gone. Unbelievable. Well, Take here's the deal. Oh, I'm there back. she's she's back. All right. So here's the deal. Have the day off. Oh, cool. it's a Saturday for Linda. Yeah. So, uh, decided, you know what? I'll put Lenny's little haircut on the calendar today. I think that'd be a cool idea. But then it just kind of fucks up the whole day. You know? Like, I, I feel like you, you go into purgatory because you drop them off and you're like, all right, be a good boy. And then you're like, is it going to be one of those days where this takes two hours or one of those days where it takes three hours? There's just no way of knowing. Now, this is at the groomer or something, and you just you don't know how long it's going to take for them to to wrangle that floof. Yeah, because there's a lot of floof to wrangle. He's definitely a lot and to then, wrangle for sure. Yeah, and then I also think that they like put them in a little holding pen until they're done with the previous dogs. He gets put on deck. Turn. He's in the on deck yeah. circle. Yeah, exactly. He's warming up in the bullpen. Yep. So. It's in the penalty box. More sports analogies. <laughs> sports, Linda. Sports. Sports. They're so fun. We love them. So I was just sitting in the house looking at, what do I get for my man for Christmas? Mm, such an important question. Now, now, now is, is, is Mark listening to the show these days? Do we have to be careful not to spoil any uh, any gifts? No, and that's what's funny, because like I think I could just say everything, and he'll never know, even though it's publicly available for him see he used to listen back before uh before you two were, were dating and then he used to listen to the show because he was trying to he was, he was you know he was fawning all over you he was trying to trying to get more linda in his life and now he's like you know what over it i i live with exactly. her don't care anymore I'm not listening to Isn't the show that so typical that they're like that's life baby and they're on the chase he was like i don't know if this is weird or not but i was listening to your podcast hmm. mm-hmm and now we live together. 
and I can talk mad shit on him on this thing, and he wouldn't even know. I see those analytics, Mark. I know you unsubscribed. Don't even pretend like you didn't unsubscribe. Oh, did he? I, I mean, I don't. That's not how analytics work. I don't have. I don't have a little, a little beat on uh, on Mark specifically. But I feel like he probably did unsubscribe. Hillary does not listen to any of my podcasts. Why would she? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, she gets enough of you. Yeah, but she, she also she wouldn't have listened. Well, she might have listened to my podcast back when we were courting one another. Uh, she probably wouldn't have. It would have been all about graphic design back then. She wouldn't all listen to that garbage. I just wanted to listen to your smooth and sultry voice. Yeah, because I, I never talk, so she's always trying to get me to say something, and I'm just like, no, 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 I'm just dainty, and I want to speak. <laughs> what are you thinking about for What are you thinking about for Mark? We we could get him a what, what, what about a rock and roll guitar or a motorcycle? Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to get him either of those things. Um, well, I'm... okay. Well, leave my good ideas on the cutting room floor. It's fine. <laughs> So I like I, I do like to give people practical things that I know they'll use. Um, we both just decided together that we have a joint item that we are going to get for like for the couple unit. That's fun. I like doing that. Yeah, there's this um, Mocha Master like coffee machine that uh, he sent to me randomly, and I was like, this thing has been on my list for years, and he was like, cool, I really like it. So we we're like. Let's just get it for ourselves. Mocha Master Look Coffee up. Maker. I am looking it up right now. And there's a yellow one, Andy. It's a very Linda yellow. You do like yellow. Yeah. It is the number Where's one that? something. I don't know. The page didn't load. <laughs> so this is just like a, a fancy drip coffee thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Because the problem with some of these coffee things is that they'll actually, like, they don't do the coffee justice. So you put your quality product in there, and then it just makes, like, boiling soup beans. Yeah, you don't want that. And you're like, I worked hard roasting those BBs. Ooh, take... this buttery yellow, is that what you're looking at? Well, there's, like, a... There's also like, yellow, yellow pepper? Yellow pepper is the one I'm looking at. Yeah, that one's more of a more of a Lindy yellow, I think. A little more rich and yeah. saturated. I like yellow pepper, and I like pistachio green. Pistachio is one of my favorite flavors of things. Really? Yeah, I also really like That's that color. Cool. You ever seen um? You ever seen a Bianchi bicycle, the Italian bicycle company? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's like a, that Bianchi green is one of my favorite greens, and it's very close to this pistachio. Yeah, and this Mocha Master I think is also an Italian thing. The Italians know where it's at. The Italians know to make all of their things available in beautiful colors. Yeah, like they design really nice objects that are also like kind of cute, cute way. Like, like industrial. See, at first I thought I kind of liked this copper one, but after looking at it for more than five seconds, I think it's a little try-hard. Yeah, exactly. And that's where I'm at with the yellow one. I'm like, I don't know. No, the yellow it's one's so... not try-hard, because the yellow one's a little weird, just like you. You know, you got to get, get a little <laughs> bit weird. Copper is trying to be like, ooh, look at me. I'm made of elite materials, and that's that's not nice. We don't like that. Stop trying so hard. Right. Just, just be, yourself. Like designers... be yourself. Be yourself, coffee brewer. Like when designers get their own place for the first time and everything is just like white and rose gold. And you're yeah. like, well, I like having everything. I like, I like having white everything as much as possible. Yeah. But then you learn how to introduce your own personality a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> by leaving That's your easy. clothes on the floor and then it's really becomes <laughs> yours. Yeah. It's a nice patina on mm -hmm. your white apartment. 
Uh, I call it wabi-sabi when I leave my laundry everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I love wabi-sabi, the idea of it. I do, too. I wish it hadn't become such a, like, such a, such a thing in a, a certain corner of the design world, you know? Yeah, like, because I, I think that the OG wabi-sabi is like, oh, it's, it's so thoughtful and pure and... Then they turn it into this thing where you have like a like a perfectly geometrical clay pot, and then they like make a wonky little pinch in it, <laughs> and then they <laughs> and then they paint it like. Look, I did it bad, and then now that means it's art. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's pink, and it's got like half of it is matte, and the other half of it is glazed. I don't know, whatever. You don't know what you're talking about, Linda. There's a there's a I whole, don't know anything. A whole, this is a good topic. There's a whole class of things that I really love that I feel like resonate with me, but I also low key hate because they have been <laughs> like they have been co opted by graphic design fuckboys to like make them yeah. seem more interesting. And because I don't want to be like them, I can't really love the thing because then I'm just a fuckboy. It's co opting something that doesn't belong to me. But right. I genuinely love some of these things, and it's uh, it's it's a very hard thing to wrestle with. It's one of the hey, yes, I know, Sadie. We all hate graphic design fuckboys. Okay, goodbye. Sadie hates fuckboys. A little drive-by barking at the fuckboys. I um, <laughs> I this is one of the reasons I can I am so hesitant to ever get a tattoo because this is solidly in the class of things that I would have at one point considered getting a tattoo about because of how much it aligns with my values or whatever but I would just loathe having it for being so predictable. Yeah. So I, I feel this way about Wabi Sabi, a little bit about mid-century modern. Uh, I don't know what else falls in this category. But anyway, so I think I might get Mark a yoga mat, just because that's like a practical thing he needs. Does Mark, needs does Mark do yoga? No. So, is it really practical then? Let's just unpack this a little bit. Alright, so he sent me a link to this yoga mat. And he was like, do you think this brand is good? And I was like, hey, we're a little a little close to Christmas to be buying things in a nice price bracket for ourselves. Oh, uh, see? You, you kind of backed yourself into this one now, Linda. Now you're kind of pot committed. So now I have to buy him this yoga mat. Which yeah, you is pretty fine. much have to do it. Also, is, is there such a thing as a good or bad brand of yoga mat? Uh, yes. I think that with the slippiness, I'm sure you did yoga for a little while. You did, like, yeah, I did it aggressively yeah. for a little while. Like I do all things aggressively for a little while. <laughs> so I found this, there is a brand that I really like. This is very, very grippy. Um, and it, you don't, you don't slip and slide when you get sweaty. See this, this was a, uh, this was a prime point of contention with me and my yoga instructor is that I had this, uh, like rubber corky mat, which was pretty grippy. But also, yeah. I got incredibly sweaty every morning, and so it would still become pretty slick. And she insisted that I needed one of these, like, you know, foamy mats that is much slipperier. And she was like, this is going to make it easier for you to do your jump-throughs because you won't, you know, your feet won't get stuck to it as you're trying to jump through. But the problem uh. is, I couldn't do anything because it was so slippy. Like, even doing a normal, like, you know, I don't know the name of any of these fucking poses. Even doing a normal uh, split-leg bendy, uh, it, was, it, was, it was like I was contracting all of the muscles of my legs not to, you know, split myself in half. It was impossible. Right. And I think that that's what 
yoga instructors like pride themselves on they're like you should be like soaked to the bone and you should be able to do yoga on like marble mm-hmm. we're gonna grease you up and put you on a slip and slide and then you're gonna do your perfect pose <laughs> and i'm not about that i feel like that's how you hurt yourself yeah i like the grip so I'm going to get him this, this little yogi mat. And then he, he bought himself one of those rowers. One of those, like, fancy rowers with the screen. Oh, like the Peloton, but for rowing. Yeah. He got really into rowing then. We talked about his uh, rowing class you took him to, and he really liked it. So he really got into it. Yeah, and he took me to that class. So this was, like, entirely his, his Oh, look thing. at me rewriting history. Man, what an asshole. <laughs> uh, so I, I think... Like, all right, we got a little, we got that. Maybe he's going to need some, like, weights. But I don't want it to be one of those people who's like, here, change your body for me. Merry Christmas. Right, yeah, so that's why I was asking that. about the yoga mat. Because, like, if he's not doing yoga, but you really want him to do yoga, it's not really right. such a great gift so much. But it is a nice gift. It's like, it's like a nuisance to buy it for yourself. But he knows he's going to need it when his rower comes because he's going to need to do some of these classes where you, like, row a little bit. I need to do some floor workouts. And he wanted one that's long enough for him. Mm, he is a long boy. He is a long boy, so I got that 82-inch yoga mat coming. Damn. Uh, Damn, son. Yeah, and I just, I hate having extra shit in the house. Yep, me too. And he likes consumables. Yeah, consumables are good, because then they leave the house via poop and pee. Poop. <laughs> Here, poop and pee this out for me, but later. Yeah. Here, throw this in the <laughs> toilet with your penis. <laughs> <laughs> We have fun though. <laughs> we do have fun. Um, all right, here's here's my recommendation for you. Uh, do y'all y'all fuck around with any good Chinese food? Ooh, like do we make it? Do we eat it? All the above. Hey, here's my recommendation. We we ended up getting this for gifts for a few people this year. We um, there's a website that I mentioned this actually recently on a show. Do we talk about the Mala Market website on this podcast? Yes. Okay. I, mean, I talked about the fancy soy sauce I got. Yeah. Okay, so the fancy soy sauce, I think, is a great gift because it's the kind of thing where no one's ever going to spend $40 on a bottle of soy sauce for themselves, but right. it's genuinely great and it is consumable, and once you have it, you're like, wow, this is like black gold. I just I want more of this. Uh, yeah. I think it's a really good gift, personally, and they have a bunch of things in that category. You can also get $30 vinegar if you want some nice uh, vinegar, which I also recommend, though I don't recommend quite as highly as a soy sauce. Yeah. Um, that's a thing. If you use soy sauce in anything, I think that's a nice gift. Some really expensive soy sauce. You could do the same thing with olive oil if you wanted to. You know, get some nice expensive olive oil. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and he's been getting really into making his own fermented hot sauce. I was going to say, he's a, he's a hot sauce boy, right? Yes, he loves sauce. You can definitely get some uh, exotic and fancy hot sauces. I'm, I, that is a market that I think is probably a little oversaturated. Yeah, this is true. Some, uh, some buds mine in san francisco just started making their own sauce and sauce. so their own sauce and so I, I bought some of theirs for mark and didn't count as a gift andy it didn't count as a gift why not no because i was supporting my friends now did mark so say it didn't was... count as a gift he, he might as well have yeah <laughs> he said he said it with his eyes <laughs> Yeah, he was just like, oh, you got your friend's hot sauce. And I was like, yeah, for you, because you love sauce. And he was like, he was like, yeah, but you would have gotten that anyway. Like, because he knows that I like to support my friends. That didn't, didn't totally count. 
That's some BS, Linda. That's some BS. He's a tricky boy. He's a tricky boy. That's some real BS. I know. I, last year for our anniversary, I bought Hillary a nice uh, pair of earrings by a local jeweler who's a friend of ours. She makes nice jewelry. And uh, and then she didn't get me anything for our anniversary, so I didn't get. So I pretended I didn't get her anything, and we just didn't exchange gifts. I was like, of course I didn't get you anything. And I gave it to her at Christmas, which was per- fine as far as I was concerned. Oh, that's that's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fine. I thought that was a great a great situation. You know, like uh, I had bought the thing ahead of time just in case. And then the conversation happened. She was like, "We're not doing gifts, right?" And I was like, "Of course not." And then you know, Christmas rolls around. Boom! I already got it figured out. But yep. at some point, I confessed this to her. I, I was like, oh, by the way, like I because I, I think actually our friend had been waiting to see Hillary post about the earrings on Instagram or even like text her about them. And Hillary never did. So she was worried she hated them. And so I was like, oh, by the way, when you like you should text Joe and tell her you got these finally and I'll explain why. Uh, but then this year she fucking flipped it on me and she got me some things for our anniversary. But I didn't get anything for her. Ooh. I didn't get anything last year. So I got, I got fucking flipped and flopped. I got I got dunked on. I got sw- mixed yep. up. Yep. So anyway, I think oh, I, I think yeah. I gotta do a little better at Christmas because I didn't do anything for her anniversary, and she got me a couple things. So I gotta do some. I gotta do better at Christmas. I have one thing already arranged for her, and she could probably hear me talking right now. So I'm not gonna say what it is, but <laughs> but you should give me more ideas though, because I need I need a couple other little things yeah. just to throw in, throw well, in the mix here a little bit. Well, first of all, I think you went wrong twice because I think like you think I went wrong all, twice. I can't wait to hear this. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Take me to task, Linda. Gone ahead. You should have just gone ahead and given her the anniversary gift, and you should have said, "It's no big deal. I got you this because I love you, and I wanted to support our friend, and I thought that this would look nice on you. So here you go." And I think that that's a mistake number one. But okay, you know, even though you uh, didn't do that, you could have just done your little Christmas thing, but you should have never told her. <laughs> so, so that's mistake never. number two is telling her? No, hold on. Yeah. So let's, let's unpack both of these. Why is the first one a mistake? Why do you think it was a good idea to give her a gift when she said, oh, we're not doing gifts, right? Because that's the truth. I mean... Because the truth was you got her a gift for your anniversary. I, I mean, the and truth so was I got her a gift said, in anticipation of potential gift exchanges around her anniversary, and then I knew there'd always be right. other events in the past to fall back to. I'm trying to embody my own therapist right now. My therapist would say, you got her the gift for the anniversary. Give her the gift for the anniversary. Don't waste her. Well, but, hold, but hold on. But hold on, Wendy. You're saying, you're saying do this because it's the truth, and then you're saying, but also never tell her the truth after you've done that thing. So is, is it the truth that matters or something else? I, I'm, a, I'm a little confused. Well, I think all, truth is always key. First, I think that like the first error was that you were not honest. She was like, oh, we're not doing gifts. You should have said, oh, I got you a gift, but it's not a big deal. Because it sounds like it wasn't a big deal. I mean, it was, a, it was a kind of expensive set of earrings. It's handmade, you know. Yeah, so were you like a little bit de- like in a downer state that she didn't give you an anniversary gift? No, I mean, I don't like receiving gifts. This is a thing about me we may have never talked about, but yeah. uh, I don't like receiving them. And so I was definitely, I was relieved when she was like, yeah, I'm not doing anniversary gifts. I was like, thank goodness, because that's one less thing to yeah. have to receive. So I think that you could have been true to yourself and said, uh, I got you these because I like giving gifts. I love that I got you these for our anniversary I also love that you didn't get me anything because this means that you get to have something nice. The end. Now, Linda, if you were on the receiving end of that, would you genuinely be like, case closed. I received a nice gift and didn't give anything and everybody's happy and I don't feel at all weird or guilty about it. Yeah, 
yeah, I would have felt a little bit bad, but if you continued to be like, no, seriously, I, I, I hate getting gifts. It makes me feel awkward. It makes me feel weird. But I do like giving them. I'd have been like, aw. And so I would have felt a little bad, but I probably just would have changed what I did the next anniversary. I probably would have been like, he's going to be a little sweetie and he's going to get me something. So I better give him something too. Because even though he says he doesn't care, I think cares a little bit. <laughs> I, here's the truth. The truth is, I spend. I spend my all, all. The only thing I buy with my uh, with my disposable income is magic cards, and so I, I did. I did furnish Hillary at her request with a big spreadsheet of all of the magic cards I want, with like little columns for, oh, wow. for why I want them. Because like, I wanted to give her choices, right? You know, that way she she could have some context and know what she was getting. And like, I want this yeah. because it's rare and cool, or I want this because I need it for one of my decks, or I want this because. You know, I've never had one, and it'd be cool to have one or whatever. Uh, but yeah, truly, that's the only gifts I ever want to receive. And it's always, uh, she's always like, nothing else. I'm like, nothing else. Sorry, that's, I don't want anything. That's just where that's just who I am. <laughs> okay, so so let's let's say that I agree with you. Sure, it was to some degree a, a, a little itty bit dishonest to be like, right, we're not doing gifts. But right. then, how do you then, you know, take this? This uh, this truth shaming, and then come around to the idea. I'm never supposed to then later on confess that I originally got it for our anniversary. Well, okay, so maybe I'm gonna change the second mistake. I think the second mistake is that you should have just given it to her later. But I think that like it's kind of weird to be like, well, I got this as an anniversary gift, but I found out she didn't give me an anniversary gift. So then I like withheld this from her, even though I got it for her for the anniversary, and I saved it for the next time that we were exchanging presents. I think, I think that, uh... You're saying it makes it feel should... too transactional. It's like you're just checking yeah, boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you're like, what? It's a gift. And I, and I think that for It's her, me, it's the like... dumb guy voice. I don't understand anything <laughs> about feelings or stuff. I just, get, I, I supposed to get a gift, so I did. Yeah, what's the big deal? I had it in the gift closet. Like, like, my mom, I think, would do this kind of thing where she would have, like, stuff that she found on sale throughout the year that she would just kind of put in the attic and this, like, potential presence. And I would always be a little bummed about that. I see. So yeah. we're, we're dredging up your own family stuff here. I, <laughs> I see how it is. Oh, yeah. And if I needed, like, soccer cleats for, like, my, my little rec league soccer season, she'd be like, well, your birthday's coming up. And I'm like, Mom, my birthday's in three months. And she's like, well, this can be part of your birthday then. <laughs> You're like, wait You're a like, minute. But I just... <laughs> yeah. I just needed to... So, but so I don't get a birthday thing. Now, does it does it make you is it any consolation to say that we have we've we as a couple have established a gift giving budget for one another, roughly oh, speaking, nice. just a rough you know order of magnitude because otherwise it feels one year we we've each at separate times gone a little too far with each other for gifts, but um anyway we have a budget established and I I did not like. I got her Christmas gifts with our gift giving budget, and this was an additional little add on. It's not like I said, "Great, Christmas is sorted." Uh, yeah. Once, once we didn't do the anniversary gift exchange, does does that make my my horrific infraction any better? I mean, yeah, maybe. I think that you know, this, especially hearing that, it's like every relationship is its own unique little ecosystem, it has its own set of rules and boundaries and things that you just kind of understand about each other. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, how did she feel? So she was okay with it? She was, like, cool? As far as I know, she never she never complained about it. She thought it was funny that I had, like, saved it for four months or whatever. 
Yeah. Was she like, that's weird, Andy. Why'd you do that? She was not like, that's weird. No, I think she was fine about it. Okay, cool. As I recall. Because I, th- I think I had bought it well before our anniversary anyway. Like, I think I remember buying it in, like, August or something. Our anniversary was in October, and then I gave it to her in December. <laughs> it was like I had had it for a long time. Got it. Yeah. That's sweet. Now, I, I agree that what you described your mom doing is, like, not really the spirit of gift-giving, right? Like, she's just like, I got, a, I got a deal on something. I'll now put it into my box of shit I don't want, but I got a deal on so that I can, you know, satisfy a gift-giving requirement later. But I do have friends of mine or acquaintances of mine that will basically shop for Christmas or birthday presents, like, the whole year. So, like, they'll yeah. see something in April for, you know, their friend's birthday in November and be like, this is the perfect thing. I'm going to buy it for my friend. I'm going to put it in a box and I'm not going to think about it for six months. And then when their birthday comes around, like, boom, I'll have it for them. That to me is pretty yeah. sweet. I like that. That is sweet. And I think that this is like different people having different gift giving styles. Um, and I think that, you know, I, I just, I'm not a gift person. Like it's not my love language by any means. Uh, I'm not good at it. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. Did you want more, okay, cool. do you want more validation, more affirmation? I hear you. <laughs> No, my little AirPod just, like, cut out for a second. Um, and so I think that I have, like, a bias towards action when it comes to, like, everything in life and especially gifts. So if I see something that I, like, oh, this makes me think of this person, I'll just send it to him right then and there, even if it's, like, now See, that's my move, too. I like that move yeah. of, like, unannounced, unaffiliated with any broader fucking stupid pagan tradition, like let's just you see something you want you want you want somebody to have just get it for them and send it to them and then don't have the obligation of giving gifts at birthdays or christmas exactly and then i'll and i try to let people know when i become close to them i'm like i might forget most of your birthdays (laughs) i try not to i try to put everything on my calendar so i don't forget uh but i'm also gonna send you things randomly when you least expect it and that's our friendship uh my friend kelly is like this like once she, uh, her and I were friends in New York, and then I moved to San Francisco, and we kind of lost touch for, like, a year or two, but she was in San Francisco visiting once, and when we hung out, she was like, oh, here, I got you this, like, zine a year and a half ago, because it made me think of you, and I just haven't found a good time to give it to you, so here you go, and it was just the coolest thing ever, it was so awesome, it was just, like, a random gift, and even though she, (laughs) it was, like, a year later, like it's still, uh, it still made me feel really good to to get it. So, yeah, I I don't know. I think everyone's got their own style, and everyone should just kind of like appreciate each other's weird ways of gifting and not and compare maybe... yourself to others is important. That's why gift giving gets so fucking fraught because people don't they're not comfortable receiving a gift if that's not their way of giving gifts. And that's why we have all these social conventions because everyone's got to like be tallying up the scoreboard all the time. Right. Exactly. Uh, ooh, yeah. I mean, I've definitely been with people in the past where I could see how disappointed they were and what I either didn't give them or what I did give them. Oh, it makes me feel awful. Oh, really? Like, are these, like, partners of yours? Yeah, I mean, there was somebody that I was, like, dating. Like, I remember this one very clearly. It was, like, five or six years ago now. But we were dating, but we, like, hadn't called it anything yet, you know? And it was like, I could tell as soon as I brought up commitment, it would kind of freak them out. And so I, I was trying to be very casual about it. 
uh, even though we were spending lots and lots of time together. And so when Christmas came around, I was like, well, we're going to spend Christmas together and we're going to like make a meal together, but maybe it's not like a gift giving type of relationship yet. Oh man, was I wrong? He showed up with like six things, like individually wrapped with Oof, his, like really Linda. Oh God. I know. And I felt so bad, but he was the one who was being kind of like, dodgy when I asked like relationship questions so well you should have known his love language was not language he didn't like speaking (laughs) exactly (laughs) and that's the thing is like that was the first you know four months of knowing that person but it was like a big lesson that like oh gifts are actually like really important to this dude and so after we dated we became friends and then I, I knew to show my friendship love by giving him little things here and there and he always really appreciates yeah, it. I feel like it's a little bit on him too. Like I feel like if you're planning on exchanging six gifts with somebody, you better like you know, throw, throw a little flag out there. Throw, run, run a little yeah. something at the flagpole just to be like hey, just so you know. Like, totally. Give and me all, all your like... sizes and everything or whatever, you know. Like there's, there's always <laughs> ways to insinuate that gift is, gifting is going to happen without having to directly say it. Exactly, and there are the types of gifts that really make you hurt for not giving them something because uh, they weren't costly gifts; they were thoughtful gifts. It was like, oh, just, here's the first rock know? that I stepped on after we met. And, uh... <laughs> well, it was like I remembered you saying you liked this song when we were at a bar this one time, and so I found it like on vinyl, and it's like a vintage Damn, thing, dude. like just yeah. Wow, which you're is such an great. asshole, Linda. <laughs> I know, I'm a dick, and I'm like, I didn't get you anything, but. We can do it. <laughs> Doesn't work. Doesn't turns, work Andy. It turns out. Turns out. All right. I'm at this doggy place. So I'm going to go spend a lot of money to get my doggy back. And this is great. actually perfect because I was just going to say I have to go because I have a call in three minutes. But perfect. it worked out perfectly. What a great little call. What a great little podcast. Everyone should like and subscribe and rate on iTunes. All right. Bye, Andy. Bye, Linda.